Welcome back to the In Raw Life podcast. We have such a special treat in store for you today. We have a special guest, Callum, and you're going to love his accent and what he's doing in the world. (laughs) So Callum has created a brand new app called Shape and Foster, and we're going to tell you all about it today because it embodies the things that Jessica and I are obsessed with. It helps you with your mental health, your physical health, your financial health. I mean, seriously, if you think about all the things that we talk about and love, put them all together in one app, and that is what Callum has created in this easy-to-use and super like community-based app. So we're going to dive into that. But first, Callum, hi. Thank you for joining us. Tell us about yourself. How are you doing? Thank you, um, Kira and Jessica, for having me. I've been putting this accent on for 36 years. It's been like <laughs> the longest acting gig of my life. Um, and I'll, I'll keep You're, it going. You've mastered it. <laughs> I'll keep it going for another hour. I'll, I'll try and speak a little bit a little bit slow so that your, your listeners can fully understand them and there's no complications. But yeah, I'm from Scotland. was born and in, in raised in Glasgow in, in the United Kingdom, Scotland. I came to Canada, Toronto, when I was 22 to, to play rugby for, for a summer. So like, I grew up playing rugby. Um, came here for four months to Toronto, just absolutely loved it. Went home, got a work permit, came back. And what was meant to be four months is now I'm still here 13 years later. Um, I'm a, I'm a citizen of Canada. My wife is Canadian. Um, I've got two kids born in Canada. So like Toronto now for me is, is home. You know, like Scotland is totally like, is home as well. I'm kind of in a fortunate position, I guess, where I've got two homes. But yeah, born in Scotland, hence the accent, and um, it's not going anywhere. Uh, apparently, <laughs> apparently, like if for for like males anyway. Apparently, whatever a male is at the age of fourteen is usually where, when their voice breaks. So mm-hmm. if if they are like whatever they are after the age of fourteen is kind of their voice will broken, and that's where their 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 voice redevelops to sort of thing. So I moved here at twenty one, twenty two. So yeah, this accent's not going anywhere. <laughs> well, it's funny though because when I talked to you the first time, I told Jessica that you have a Scottish accent, but it's like because you're also in Canada, I feel like you have this Scottish Canadian surfer vibe almost, and I really love <laughs> that's it. That's amazing. <laughs> I I would if I stood on a surfboard, I would like be unbalanced and fall after like. Say, is there, two and I half. don't think there's any surfing in Toronto. No, like, like I, two, I just two and a half seconds. Tone. I'd be the least coordinated surfer you've ever seen in your life. So uh, it's definitely, definitely not the vibe I'm going for. But that's awesome. I also, I think, I think that, um, to be honest, like, I think my accent is is like really watered down now. So maybe there's, mm-hmm. maybe there's a wee bit of that. Like if I go home, yeah. well, to Scotland, then and it kind of comes out in full force. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I bet. <laughs> but trying to like have conversations like over the phone or carry business in in Canada, like I, I quickly found out that. If I didn't slow down, then then I kind of lost the I lost the concentration of the the person I was talking with within within a few seconds, within like le- less time than it would take me to fall off a surfboard. <laughs> <laughs> what about when you get when you and your wife start bickering? Do you does the accent get stronger? Because I know for my husband, his Philly <laughs> accent comes strong when he's upset. Oh, I never bicker with my wife. What are you talking about? Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, gold star. Um, <laughs> Um, no, it doesn't. It, it doesn't get stronger. I think uh, no, it does. It doesn't get stronger. And and no. like she's, we've been together for thirteen years. Like I, I met her six months after coming to Canada. So um, she's even if it did get stronger, like she she it. wouldn't even notice. You know. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, so I guess then tell us. You said you have a wife and two kids. How old are your children? We've got a, a nine-month-old, just turned nine months. Um, he's like a COVID baby, born in March. Mm. <laughs> and um, we have a four-and-a-half-year-old. So, as, like, I mean, it's it's crazy. Like, it's having that, that second, is, as you guys will know, like, it's, it's crazy. Uh, the second baby really starts to take some attention away from the first kid. And we're, we're kind of going through that right now, where our first uh-huh. kid is kind of acting up. Our four-and-a-half-year-old Malcolm is kind of acting up a wee bit. Doing things uh-huh. he's never done before. He's like spitting in the house and oh. um, stuff like this. And it's, it's just comes from a place of like insecurity. He feels like insecure, obviously, in a certain way. Uh-huh. 
I mean, COVID for for so many for kids. It's, I mean, for adults, it's been it's been crazy. It's been mind boggling. Mm-hmm. So for kids, like this wee guy has had to wear a, a mask for twenty percent of his life. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you know, just he's That's just funny. started school. He's he's got a wee brother now. Um, he's moved bedrooms and all this kind of change. He's kind of he's acting yeah. out a wee bit right now. But but yeah, we've got a four and a half year old and a nine month old. Oh, I so understand that. (laughs) So I have a question. I know we haven't really gotten into the fully into the app yet and discuss kind of how you got Mm -hmm. there. But with your journey through this app and having your little ones going through that kind of stuff, do you talk to him about like the stuff that you're learning and doing? That's an awesome question. Really cool question. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, I wouldn't say I speak to him about I actually am quite conscious to try and not speak about any sort of like, or, or even mention like work or anything like that, because mm-hmm. what does that mean to him, right? Yeah. Like, what does it mean to him? So, I, I mean, I, I think that it's important, like, when you're in your kid's presence, just to, to for them to be your sole focus. So, what what has happened a few times is, obviously, I mean, is like... I'm on my phone or something and like it's heartbreaking the first time your kid says to you daddy get off your phone mm-hmm. oh yeah been there. it's like heart it's heartbreaking I'm like oh my god and I've obviously been on my phone more because I'm starting a business and there's a million things going on. it is an app as well so it's, it lives on the phone um so I'm kind of conscious to to try and not say any because what what does work mean to him like mm-hmm. anything that I say that that I'm doing is not to do with him or his brother or or, or his mum is is probably a little bit confusing as to why that takes priority, but that but that's that's an awesome question though. I like that. Do you take like what the experts like all the mental health advice and life advice from mm-hmm. the app? Do you ever kind of like put it into like to like just like have a teaching lesson with him? Like when things come up, if he's acting up. Yeah, um, I've not had that opportunity yet um, mm-hmm. because again, like I mean, yeah, teaching lessons obviously with kids are are awesome, but. <laughs> the stuff that the, the, the app that the stuff as you know is you're in the app and I, I can't wait to talk to you guys about it yes. Jessica you, you've been online quite a bit uh-huh. I can't wait to kind of see what you've got to say about it um but as you as you know like a lot of it is kind of adult learning yeah whereas like our our dog passed away in the summer and and my, my oh. four and a half year old said that we can just get a, a rocket launcher and go to heaven and visit him like that that was oh. his that that was that was his that was his solution. So it's hard to take a kind uh-huh. of piece of adult learning and, and caress that into him understand. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so that sweet. is so sweet though. Okay, so what I, I'm very interested. I know that you were an entrepreneur before yep. you came up with the app. So I, uh-huh. I'm interested in hearing, and I'm sure the audience would be interested in hearing, kind of what you did before and how you mm-hmm. decided that this was the change you needed to make totally. and the inspiration for the app yeah totally um so i mean i was uh, i started a business 11 years ago um called fervent events in canada it was an events marketing agency i launched a business with four thousand dollars like like one paycheck basically and um i sold it in july and, and 11 years later I, I was still 100% owner. So I still, I never had to like bring in partners, loans from bank. So I launched this company with four grand, got a part-time job for six months, worked in a call center to kind of like pay rent and all the rest of it, just try to like, um, evolve this, this, this idea and this company. We ended up making uh, the growth 500 twice, which is Canada's version of like the 500 fastest growing companies in Canada. It's like mm-hmm. Canada's little mini sort of Forbes list. But not with the same, <laughs> the same kind of uh, prestige that comes uh-huh, with it, obviously. <laughs> um, but we we did really well. We hit like four million dollars in revenue um, per year. But the last two years, I loved it. I'm, I'm a passionate guy. Like I, I love the business. But the last two years, honestly, I just stopped enjoying it. My my enjoyment factor was like at an all time low. I mean, I was at a stage where we had taken the business as far as I could. But more than anything else. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, what's the purpose here? If, um, if a, if a, if a tobacco firm or like a quick service restaurant came to us with a big opportunity, we would have grabbed it because it's about revenue and it's about making money in, in that industry, obviously. But who does that impact? Like, I, I wasn't, I was starting to like not really feel good about the work that I was doing. And the fucking craziest thing, man. So basically COVID hits in March. My whole industry, like a lot of industries uh-huh. went into self-destruct. 
Like we didn't we didn't bill a dollar for thirteen weeks. Sounds terrible, right? Sounds absolutely terrible. It was like the best thirteen weeks because <laughs> I start I started to realize I was like, oh my god, I was like, I am dreading COVID ending because I'll have to go back to my work and I don't even like this company that I've built and and I, so I started to kind of have all of this. Um, so I made a decision in May. I was like, I'm going to sell the business. I'm going to start something else. And it kind of goes hand in hand with the last like two years of my life have been a bit of a kind of personal development journey. Mm-hmm. So I've um, just had a couple of like awakening sort of moments um, the last couple of years. And, and, and it's put me on a journey of like what like drinking less alcohol, um, trying to watch what I eat more, which is difficult. Nutrition's always going to be a problem for me getting back into the gym, prioritizing family more, just learning more about me and, and learning more about um, what I want to do. And, and I, I was kind of realizing shit. I was like, I've enjoyed this journey. I'd like to, I'd like to, I'd like to create something for, for others as well and continue my journey at the same time. Mm-hmm. So this whole sort of thing, it all just kind of like meshed together. I sold the company at like a a very small valuation given given COVID. Had I sold it a year ago, I would have made more money off it. But who fucking cares? I got out of the company I wasn't enjoying and I'm now able to start something that I'm really passionate about again. And like the kind of like the, the start of this whole thing, I say like a two-year journey, the start of this whole thing for me was, is kind of, I mean, basically, I, I used to, I, I enjoy drinking. I'm Scottish. Um, <laughs> I, I, I go out a lot with friends and all that sort of stuff. And my, uh, my, my son was starting in, this was last year. It was like June last year. It was three and a half years old at the time. He was doing his first little like mini rugby sort of day, like just like a bunch of kids on a Sunday running around and doing like little like fun drills and stuff. I've played rugby my whole life, as I said. I I'd, I'd been looking forward to this for like two or three weeks. I was like, I can't wait for this. Like, go go with Malcolm, take him, you know, watch him, kind of just do all this sort of stuff, have some fun. Couldn't wait for it. And then I had a massive night. Like the the the, the Sunday came around on the Saturday the night before. I had like a big night. I was out with friends. I was home like four in the morning, stupid. Um, and I I drove him the next day to rugby. I wasn't like drunk or anything, but I was definitely over the limit. I shouldn't have been driving. I had no sleep, and I basically had a panic attack at the wheel. I was like driving him and I was like, had a bit of a panic attack, just thinking how irresponsible I felt, like all that sort of stuff. And I got to rugby with him and all these other dads were like fresh and, and, and running around with their kids. And I was just, I'd been looking forward to this for weeks and I was just like, what a fucking, what a loser. I felt like a loser. And that was like, I stopped, I basically stopped drinking after that um, to a certain extent. I, I drink now, I'd say maybe every two or three months I now drink. Um, you know, I'm not like I'm not teetotal, but um, that was like the start of my kind of just like what do I want out of life um, moment, and yeah, and and everything. I mean, two years later, it kind of it kind of it kind of culmination was COVID, and that was the opportunity to then sell the business that I wasn't enjoying was the kind of last little piece of my of my two year journey of like self development. That's a very long answer. I'm sorry. I probably bored you guys. No. Oh my gosh. Not, not at, all. at all. That's we appreciate the story behind it. Yeah. But that's yeah. So so that's where I got to um, this summer, like starting shaping foster and um, try to create something that basically is more meaningful and um, can have a more positive impact on people. And that's that's where I am. I love it. That's that's everything that we're all about. And I kind of had that feeling probably like five six years ago too of the. You know, I, I used to want to go into event planning and I was like, but that I'm good at it and it makes people happy, but what kind of happy and like what does that actually bring to the world versus now what, you know, we're doing now? So I'm oh, with you. Oh, totally. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think that um, I love what you guys have, have got going on, what you guys have started. And I'd love to talk to you offline at a later date in like six months and just learn about podcasting. And mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's such a, a rich like good hour to spend with like a conversation in your ears that, that, that you weren't really anticipating and there's there's great learnings that, that come from it mm-hmm. oh yeah especially when we because a lot of times jessica and i just do our own which is fun because we are like our friendship dates 15 years now yeah college college right you guys you guys met in college 
Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But then when we get a guest, it adds a whole different kind of conversation because, I mean, I've never spoken to somebody from Scotland and mm-hmm. Canada who started, who started an app. their own business. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's that's amazing. So it definitely, yeah. It, yeah, it's enriching the conversations that come out of it. So that being said, though, I had yeah. no idea that the brainstorming process for Shape uh-huh. and Foster started in the summer of uh-huh. this year. You yeah. launched this app in six months. That is intense. Yeah. 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 Um, Can you tell us about that? Oh, my God. Yeah, and it's so you know good, what? too. It, like, Yeah, the app is – yeah, so Jessica – we didn't even say that. Jessica and I have tried the app, and we love it. Amazing. It's so well done. It's so well thought out. Yeah. Thank you. So, yeah, how did you come up with this in six months and not just come up with it but actually bring it to life in mm-hmm. that time? So I basically – I had the idea of, like, to, to, to have six experts or – I mean, we'll talk about the actual the actual app in a bit more detail. Should we talk about the app now and then kind of Yeah, go ahead. The, I would say go ahead and, like, explain it so that way yeah. they know what we're talking about. I mean, I'll just kind of quickly say, like, essentially, like, what it is for, for your listeners. To, I mean, it's a lifestyle development app. Um, it's also available, obviously, in a web browser. Um, you pay for a membership, and in turn, you're you're taking on like a twelve month journey of lifestyle development from six experts. Each of the experts have curated like courses just for Shape and Foster, and those six experts um, are in areas that 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 I just personally deem like important to a healthy heart and a healthy mind. Obviously, there's there's way more industries that that could help your heart and your mind but but the six that I went with was fitness nutrition mental health life coach finance and yoga so every 30 days new course material from each of these experts becomes available and all content is consumed via video so every single video of every expert is essentially 20 minutes long and that's because that's really all the time we have right i mean there's a reason that ted talks are 18 minutes in length, the average TED talk is eighteen minutes in length because TED realizes that if it was an hour, they would, their viewership would would fall considerably, and people don't have the concentration to kind of stick around for that. So I almost think of them as like many little TED talks, but it's a program and it takes you on a journey. Um, yeah. So I mean, the 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 six experts as well. Like, I, I the reason I came up with those is that I just kind of think that so much of of life is. We deal with like retroactively and I wanted to come up with like a proactive model. So like finance, like I looked into like a mortgage when I was buying a house. It doesn't make sense. It's the biggest purchase of your of your life, biggest investment in your life. And you learn about that on the job as you're in the market for, for a home. It's crazy. It doesn't make sense. Fitness. Mm-hmm. I started going to gym again, the gym again when I was already out of shape. Nutrition. Your, your eating habits are bad. You look into nutrition. I googled anxiety the first time I had an anxiety attack. Life coach is the sort of thing that you may seek if your life is feeling disjointed. All of these things we deal with retroactively. So the purpose really of Shape and Foster is to create programs from each of these experts that can give you a kind of proactive approach and a proactive journey throughout each of the professions. Um, so you really, if you can, if you can, if you can give up two to three hours of your time a month then you will learn from these six experts. That That's it. I mean, it's not a big commitment. Two to three hours a month, you're talking about 20-minute videos from each expert, some recipe tips, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, um, so, that, so that's what the app is. Just um, As far as like how I came up with it, um, I, I wanted to have these experts. I wanted to have this like proactive approach, and I just, I just kind of thought, what's the best way to do it? And then it, it just kind of starts to manifest in your mind. Um, originally, I thought, oh, we'll just have like six experts or five experts and they provide different tips. And then I thought, well, there's not really any cohesion to that. Like each one of them should be their own program. And then you, you start to think, how's it going to be delivered? And you think 15 to 20 minutes per video. You don't want one hour videos. Um, it just kind of started to, to manifest and, and it got created over time. I put like a... Um, an RFP together, a request for a proposal, sent out to basic di- different app developers and stuff. Um, this is what I'm trying to do and, and found one that could do exactly what I was trying to do but could basically do it better. <laughs> so then you, you, you get the professionals to, to work on their end and then I started to learn about stuff on my end like digital marketing, stuff that I haven't done before. Um, podcasts, like I listen to podcasts all the time. I thought, geez, like it'd be good to like go on podcasts and actually talk with this app as well. 
um, that's something that would that would really be authentic to me because that's how, that's how I learned about a lot of things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it just started to kind of manifest over time. Um, and as I'm thinking about a lot of the parts, I've, I then got the experts basically from sourcing through Instagram. Like I looked on like different experts, like IGTVs. You get an idea of how they come across in camera. Like obviously their knowledge, their likability. And, and then I, I interviewed like six people per position and, and chose one and contracted one and then they created the programs. And so then as they're working on that, the experts are working on that in their own time, but their programs, the app developers working on that. I'm learning more things. And all of a sudden you've got four or five different kind of little machines running at the same time simultaneously. And come November, they can all get put together and they all got put together in November. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Incredible. <laughs> I love it. I guess, I mean, you have business experience, so that mm-hmm. helps. But right. then your passion, I feel like, is a huge part of it too, right? A hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, passion is like, I mean, what's the kind of cliche sort of like, what is that cliche term? It's like, do something you like and you'll do it well, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's I think that's massive. Um so yeah, I'm definitely definitely passionate about it, and I'm a pretty passionate person, right? Like I, <laughs> I, I grew up like as I say, I played rugby. I was like the captain of my rugby teams, like all all grown up and stuff. I used to take pride out of like the pre match kind of team talk and all that sort of stuff. I, I've always kind of had that passion, um, so I think that definitely helps. And honestly, honestly, man. It's crazy to say, but and and I'm in a very fortunate position because I I built a company and I had some income that I could um, sit back on a little bit. So I'm not I'm not trying to pretend that's not a factor. Of course it is, but I mean I had I I had COVID. I had I had literally six months of my my business. Well, I sold my business and and there was nothing for me to do work wise. So my, my job was really learning about how to create this new thing that that's where all my all my work hours went mm-hmm. whereas to start something like this as a side project or a side gig it would have been terrible it would have been done poorly and um, it would have taken way more time but I kind of like just made this my 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 job like immediately yeah. you know which, which is is a very fortunate position to be in and I'm not pretending that that's not the case um what I do want to say uh is just to be completely clear again with like your listeners, like I'm not in any way pretending to be like a guru or anything like that. I, I'm still figuring a lot of shit out myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going, I'm going through this journey. I'm not like trying to be the next Tony Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not him. Um, so I mean, I'm going to be if 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 any of your listeners want to try the app and they want to trial it it is a 14 day free trial i should say that and um, if anyone wants to trial it like they're, they're coming into an app where every single person in there is learning with them myself like the community founder in- included we're all learning together which i think is kind of cool there's not um there's not any like guru sort of bullshit going on in there um <laughs> yeah. so that's i think that's important to know I love that you're, yeah, it's, you're not trying to just talk to the people. You're actually there with them. Like, I think it was in your welcome video. You talked about how you don't have it all together either because none of us do. Even the no. experts don't have it all together. They're constantly learning and trying new things and doing new things to better themselves, oh, totally. which is what we're always trying to do. 100%. Like, as I said, like 20 minutes ago, like my son is spitting on the floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, does that sound like the guy that's got it all worked out and has this perfect uh-huh. life? Absolutely, absolutely not. Um, but but you know what's cool though is nowadays, like, is it not absolutely amazing that we can all be vulnerable? Mm-hmm. We we can all be vulnerable now. We can all say to our friends to or people that maybe we don't even know and like that that well. You can say like. I've got some, I've got some, I'm dealing with some stuff right now, or I'm trying to work through some stuff, or mental health, like mental wellness, like the conversation around mental health mm-hmm. right now to where it was like 10 years ago, it was non existent 10 mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah. Like it's, it's amazing. So I think and I hope that that plays a big part. Um, and, and, and saying that, like for, I mean, look, there's, there's already like the, the app is, is live obviously now. We have, have some members in there. 
and watching the kind of member behavior is very interesting because there's two ways that you can be part of this. You can come in and you can be vocal if you want and you can contribute and uh, and you can say some stuff or you can sit back and, and you can just observe. Like, And there's no wrong way to do it. Mm-hmm. There's no wrong way. Like I've I've got two two or three members in there right now. We're just obviously we've just started. We're in at the time of recording here. We're just kind of in the in the testing phase. We've got a few members. They're online watching videos. It seems like all the time. Like good god, I'm like they just have this browser open all the time. It's <laughs> it's mad. But they've never but but they've never posted anything or they've never liked her. Mm-hmm. So and that's completely cool. Like. It's not like you have to be vocal and be part of be be a active part of the community if you don't want to, but if you do, the cool thing is is that nowadays we're in a position where everyone can be open and say what the hell they want, and I think that's amazing. We're very very fortunate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that you can cheer other people on in the yeah. app too. That's a cool function. Yeah. So I want to hear what you guys think. Um, I know uh, Jessica, you've you've been you've been on it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to know like what you guys think about it yourself. Like I'm, I'm interested. Well, first I was gonna say just to, uh, to piggyback off of what you said earlier. I wanted, I think so. Like mental health is something that I'm incredibly passionate about. That's mm-hmm. part of the reason that we started this podcast. And I think it's so fascinating how you talk about that. It's something that we can talk about now, right? Because in my mind and Jess's mind and your mind, we can totally do that. But I do think that there's still some people out there that are struggling with that because they're who like they're around more traditional people that don't necessarily yeah. think it's okay or that mm-hmm. shoot that down. And I think that's why your app is so great because we are in a time where talking about mental health isn't just okay, it's imperative. Right. And your app creates an opportunity for people to be able to do that. So even the observers uh-huh. can still come in and see like, okay, Maybe my family doesn't let me talk about mental health, but I, but these people do. And if I want to, maybe I can talk to them or I can mm-hmm. reach out to them one-on-one or I can reach out to a therapist in my own community. Like it, it just creates yes. that, that okay. Because I, I think it's funny, like so many times we, we think what, like what, because we've done so much work on our own well-being, it's like, oh, come on, everybody else is here. But then I talk to people sometimes yeah. that are not there. And so... I think like for those listeners out there who feel like you can't talk about mental health, I just want to uh-huh. encourage you, find a community like yeah. Shape and Foster where you can, you can connect yeah. with people who are in your same boat. And you can learn. You let me, like yeah. two, two of the experts that we have, Tanya De Silva, the mental wellness expert, and Christina Rowland, the life coach, the two, those two principles, like they really complement each other very mm-hmm. well. That mm-hmm. their their two programs are very complementary, and I think that I actually run a poll um in in the in the the app and it asks what are you most excited about mental wellness life coach finance nutrition fitness or yoga and mental wellness and life coaching both they, they both um poll the highest mm-hmm. which is yeah. which is interesting so it's definitely they are the two kind of anchors that are bringing a lot of people there mm-hmm. but the beauty is. What I think is really cool about this is that there might be something that brings you into it, but then you get to learn about something else. Like my wife, and this is an honest converse, this is an honest, honest anecdote. It might sound like a car sort of salesman sort of like <laughs> thing, but this is an honest anecdote. Last night, having dinner with myself and my wife, she was like, I did uh, month one of the finance thing today um, mm-hmm. with uh, Shinobu. And she's like, that's the one, that's the one kind of, expert or industry that I wasn't interested in this is what she said but she thought it was amazing she was like she she got so much out of it she thought the way that she talks is like was very holistic mm-hmm. and, I, and I think that's the coolest thing it's like it, it may be mental wellness it may be fitness it may be nutrition there, there's going to be one thing that you're more interested about than everything else but then you get you get exposed to all these other experts as well you've paid for them you may as well view them you may as well learn from them mm-hmm. and you know what like people are going to really really enjoy like i think i think they're going to people are going to come to the app um, in in search of one thing and i think they're going to end up get getting more than they anticipated from mm-hmm. it which i think is really cool yeah yeah I was just going to say that's the cool thing too about having the having different experts. So 
they all, like you said, everyone has admitted that we're not, like, none of us are perfect, and even your mm-hmm. experts can attest to that. But we all have different experiences that led us to our expertise. And so, with, um, how did, what, what was her name? Sh- Shinobu. Her name? Shinobu. Shinobu? Yeah. She, okay, first of all, I just thought she was like, she just had such a beautiful way of mm-hmm. like, speaking. And I, really I agree. Enjoyed that. I agree. But also, she didn't talk, like, I, I like financial things. I listen to them a lot. She didn't speak like the typical financial speakers. She had her own approach. And I think that's what's really mm-hmm. neat, too, is that no matter how many people you listen to about one topic, everybody has their story that adds to what they're teaching. Yeah. And that can add one more little nugget to your life. Because even I there's, agree. she said something that I usually, like, she, one of the affirmations, She's like, okay, say this. And I'm like, oh, I, I, I can never say that affirmation. It feels so awkward. And then she said, if this feels awkward, try this. Uh-huh. I'm like, how, did you hear my thoughts? Like, how did she know? <laughs> that's amazing. That's what, that's what my wife said as well. She talked about the affirmations. And she was like, I wasn't, mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting that from a financial expert, mm-hmm. you know, which is, yeah. which, which is cool. I think, we have a, I think we have a really good team. It's a really group, good, good yeah. group of people. They're very personable. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all like they're so on board with what Shape and Foster is is all about. Um, all these experts, just just again, just just to just to clarify, and all the experts are all business owners in their own right. So mm-hmm. they all have their own businesses, and and they're contracted to work with Shape and Foster just for this is like one part of their of their business. Um, they're not Shape and Foster employees. Um, but yeah, they're, 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 they're she's awesome. Like Shinobu is is fantastic. One of the cool things about about the app as well is that there will be live events. So mm-hmm. every two weeks we'll do a live Q and A with it with an expert. So basically every expert has a live Q and A four times a year, and um, you can always ask them a question in the app by text, and and, and they will send a response back, or you can re- you can comment on one of the videos and they'll respond back. So you have access to them, although although the the programs are all are all. Um, I don't want to say templated, but they're all structured programs that every single member goes through. Mm-hmm. The same, they all get the same videos. They're not, they're not unique to your needs because that's just, it's just too difficult, obviously, to do. But you still do have access to them through the live interviews. You can ask questions. If you can't make a live interview, everything's recorded. All the interviews recorded and will be in the app at, for, at a later date. And that goes with yoga as well. We we have live yoga every second Sunday. If you can't make a yoga class. Um, it will be recorded in the app and you can make it in your own time. So it's pretty cool, man. I, there's lots of different things to it and um, I'm just excited. I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love my – I think my favorite part of it all is that all of them give actionable items. Like it's it's yep. it's understandable in anybody's terms and they give you things to actually do or ask yourself or write down. Or like even Sarah and I both tried the the trainer. Workout. What was it? Ty? Yeah, Ty, yeah, yeah, Ty, yeah, Ty the Yeah, we, we both tried, I think, his first workout. And, uh-huh. I mean, one, it, it wasn't just another random workout video. Like, something about it just was easy to watch and follow. Uh-huh, yeah. And both of us felt sore the next day, which is oh, the really? good thing so at all. And we both work out. because my my baby, well, I haven't worked out in a oh, while, well. but... <laughs> But my baby kept crawling over and taking my phone, so I wasn't uh-huh. able to finish it. I only did half of it. And the next day, I was like, why am I so sore? <laughs> I did not understand. That's, that's but funny. seriously, half the video, I was wrecked. <laughs> and that's like the good thing about his, his workouts is that you can do them from home, right? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. They're all, they're all body weights. They're all body weight composition. Um, they were easy, too. Easy, I was Easy surprised. to do, yeah. I, I was like, oh, this – like I didn't even feel like I – did an intense workout because mm-hmm. I only did half of uh-huh. it, and the next day I that's funny. Well, that's cool. Intense. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, appreciate you guys do. I honestly, I love, I love how active you've you've both been. Um, I think that I think the best way to to really convey like what the what the app's all about is is that you guys have have mm-hmm. genuinely been inside and actually tried it and. And if you didn't yeah. think it was great, then obviously you would have cancelled this interview. So I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, we've yeah. been like, get out of here. Hit the yeah, break. of course. Um, but before we fully let you go, we have a couple of questions that we ask every guest. Yep. So um, obviously we are 
all about being raw uh-huh. and you've been very vulnerable as already by sharing little nuggets of your life. And I appreciate that. Um, so, but we always ask our guests what one of the most raw moments that they're willing mm-hmm. to share is, uh, which you have shared some already, <laughs> but if you could just give us some, uh, just basically the idea is to let our listeners know that exactly what your yeah. whole mindset is that we're not perfect just because we're on the path of of making our of bettering ourselves. Right. So, could you share a moment that is raw in, yeah. in your life? I, I honestly think that I would just have to go back to to what I can the story I told about um, yeah. having like an anxiety attack at the wheel. I know that to some people that's maybe not a big not a big deal. It what it was to me like I was just I basically felt like I was not fit to drive. I had my son in the back of the car and like all of a sudden I was like, it felt like, it felt like the, the roads were closing in on me, you know, like for five minutes, try to drive, um, pulled over and he's talking nonstop, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Put, uh, pu- pulled over, like sweaty hands, like sweating. And it was just a kind of an aha moment, like for me, um, and and don't get me wrong, I wasn't like that wasn't an everyday and every. I mean, I I I I alluded earlier that I like to drink and stuff like that. I mean, I, I'm talking about like once or twice a week. I'm not talking about seven days a week. But mm-hmm. when you're when you're getting home, sometimes, um, a few years ago, and like I I was coming in the door and like my my son was awake, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I was I was getting home at sometimes, which is awful. Think about now. I was getting home sometimes, my, my my son had woken up and he'd slept for 10 hours. You know what I mean? Like six o'clock in the morning and crap like that. Um, but you got, I guess you got to put some of that down to experience, you know? It's like you've lived it, you've done it, and um, you realize that that's not what you want out of mm-hmm. life. And, and that's kind of that's what started this whole journey for me, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks for um, giving us insight on that because, yeah, it's... It's true, and it's interesting the way that our kids can totally. I feel like they bring out the the best, in, like they they reveal totally. the worst in us to bring out the best in us. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I totally agree. I totally agree. And I, I love yeah. how vulnerable you're willing to be, and the fact that you talk about vulnerability, especially as yeah. a man, because even though mm. it's oh, yeah. it's so <laughs> it's talked about so much more nowadays, but I know it's still a hard thing to get past when you're conditioned mm. a certain way. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the there's definitely a kind of movement, right? There, there there's definitely a movement of more openness and mm-hmm. and and I, and I feel that as a guy, like, I mean, I think that playing rugby and all that sort of stuff, that the the kind of mentality was growing up in Scotland, especially like mm-hmm. it's kind of we're all kind of we're a bit tougher. <laughs> <laughs> the the mentality definitely was like to suck it up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like suck it up, like as a guy, like oh you're you're upset, or suck it up, get over it. Um, but I, I think that that kind of uh, feedback from a friend to a friend now is no longer in my, at least in my social circles, mm-hmm. is kind of no longer no longer really accepted. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we've kind of we've evolved from that. But to your point, Sierra, like, yeah, I mean. I think you actually made a really good point. Maybe there's naivety in my part. Maybe because that's my social circle. That doesn't mean that's mm-hmm. everyone's. And you're totally right. And when you said that, that actually made me think about the whole. I don't want to talk about. Listen, I don't. I don't want to talk about politics. Like obviously, but the whole kind of idea right now with politics is that because of social media and all that sort of stuff, you really only see posts and learn about people who also think like you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and there's this whole other. Fifty percent of the nation or the world that see things differently, which is completely great and right. That's everyone's allowed their, their opinions. Mm-hmm. There's no one's right and wrong here. But the way that like social media and and our social circles are now built, we cannot only or um, we're really only uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We're, we're, you know what I mean? Like we, we only kind of like are surrounded by by what we already You're believe. Like pigeonholing and, ourselves. And it, yeah, and and, and it yeah. just manifests that that manifests our own thoughts and so maybe there's maybe there's some naivety in my point thinking that that males are all willing to speak now and maybe you're right maybe they're mm-hmm. not but there's definitely been a shift there, there has been oh a yeah shift. yeah uh, sorry i was just looking at the 
I have to say, there's been like a couple of times during this interview where I've gotten chills because it's just like the things that you're saying that we're talking about are just so good and rich and what we need to be putting out there. So I really appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you very much. Yeah. I, I appreciate I appreciate you too. This is um this has been a, a really, really enjoyable conversation. And you you're you're both you're both very warm and um it's very easy to come on your show and have a conversation. Because uh, you're 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 very warm, so I, I appreciate that. Oh, thank you. Uh, I found it. It's called confirmation bias. Right. Interesting. Oh. That is a good phrase. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the idea that like if I so one of my friends, <laughs> this is a total side note, but one of my friends went to a restaurant and the waitress handed him a beer and he accidentally spilled it all over himself, but he blamed the waitress. You know, just like as a joke, everyone saw the waitress do it. Yeah. But then as more people came to join the party. And join the table, they kept hearing like, oh, and the waitress spilled beer mm. all over Erin. And then they kept saying like, oh, look what else she's doing. And they found all these things to make her a bad waitress when she was never a bad waitress. Oh, wow. With. That's terrible. That's it's an fine. awful story. It's fine. They made up for it. <laughs> <laughs> they better but, left it a good tip. That's yeah, brutal. I know. I know. But that was like, it was like his own little social experiment because uh-huh. he, he watched it happening and it totally like – it was it's confirmation. The more that people say yes, the sky is green, you start to think, oh my gosh, oh, it wow. does have a that sky is green, uh-huh. and it shifts your way of thinking. And that's how social media is. Mm. When our feeds blow up with our beliefs, we keep our beliefs. We're like yeah, like, yeah, honestly, that's it. That's obviously correct. Yeah, right. you're totally right. That's that's a great phrase. Confirmation bias. Yeah, I've never I like heard that. that. Yes. I know. You know, it's uh, funny. That's why I, I wanted to share it with you guys. I have. I know that people do this all the time when they're going through an issue. They're like, "Oh, who can I go talk to about this yes, that will confirm that will, how I feel?" Right. And so oh. many of my friends call me. Like, I know if they're calling me about advice, they they're calling me because they they don't want, they, they don't want the confirmation. They want to hear like yes. the real thing. Because I do not call you if I want. Uh huh. Yeah, you. All of my best yeah. friends do that. It's so funny. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, man, I, I wish that, like, honestly, like, what the, I mean, it, it's in the media a lot, like, this confirmation bias through social media. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it has been talked about, but somebody, like, some big, like, political figure or public figure, like, a group of some nature, they need to champion this. They need to, yeah. they need to really mm-hmm. champion this and make it their life's work to, to, to get out and have more and learn more about what your fucking followers are saying. Mm-hmm. Or, 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 yeah. who, or, or who you're following is saying because mm-hmm. yeah. we, we've all created these inner circles of comfort it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's nuts even even just like the I don't know I mean I'm going to go off on random tangents here. <laughs> that's I'll, okay that's fine I'll it's stop. a good conversation I'll, I'll stop but you know what I mean like I, I just I wish that someone and it is a life's work um, but someone has to someone out there has to champion this mm-hmm. and make it their make it their kind of their work to to mm-hmm. try and let everyone understand that don't just watch the one source of news, you know. What watch multiple media platforms, like you know, like follow people in social media that you don't agree with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you have to be open to not everyone thinks like you. Yeah, you have to yeah. you have to at least know that you know. And to follow, I mean, there's because I, I mean, with the election going on and everything. In the States, I had to start unfollowing some people because their beliefs were so skewed. Uh-huh. So, but there's other people. It's how they speak the, I think about it. People of both sides that yeah. are intelligently mm-hmm. informing the public, not irrationally informing the yeah. public with their skewed beliefs. So you have to do a little research and find. You got to. That's what I'm. I'm a huge advocate of if you hear something, don't believe it. Go and look at all of the sources about it before you. Totally. Before you go for it, so. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but to that note, the fact that how you said that uh, you weren't thinking about the people out there that um, mm-hmm. don't uh, don't feel comfortable comfortable sharing their mental health, I was the same way until I started talking to a friend whose family really like still thinks of it tab- in a taboo fashion and so right. it was a huge wake-up call for me too because i was like what do you mean you don't want to go to the therapist mm-hmm. come on just freaking yeah. go yeah <laughs> so it's it is interesting to have to change the dialogue when you talk to somebody that comes from the other side the of other the, camp of the thought process yeah 
Yeah. Anyway, sorry to take you on that tangent no, this with is confirmation awesome. bias. This is awesome. <laughs> I, 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 I like it. I learned awesome, something. Guys. Yeah, I like it. It's been an awesome conversation. I feel like we could talk for hours. Yeah, we could I just know. keep talking all day, I think. <laughs> well, we won't keep you forever. We just have one more fun thing, um, mm-hmm. which is our lightning round that Jess prepared for you. Oh, so, shit. Jessica, <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Now we're worrying. really going to put you on. <laughs> Not to put you on the spot, but. I know. Oh, I think, uh, is my reception breaking up here? <laughs> <laughs> I promise. They're, they're, they're fun ones. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they're easy. What is the worst thing you've ever done in your life? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, you've already done that with the reality check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Jeff. So obviously, lightning round—just whatever comes to your head first. First question is: What is your favorite junk food that you just cannot resist? Oh, chicken wings. <laughs> nice. Chicken wings, Doritos. I'm, I'm. My nutrition, like honestly, is is pretty bad. <laughs> Which is like that's that's the expert that I most want to get involved uh-huh. with in Shane Foster's jazz nutritionist because I my taste buds they just love food that is not good for you. Yeah, and like I, I, you I'm really just made this wings. app for yourself, right? Yeah, massive, and then whoever gets on, that's cool. Wings. Um, question number two: What is your favorite thing to do with your little ones? Oh, oh, God, um. Probably Beyblade because he loves it. Oh yeah, so much. Oh, Beyblade. <laughs> They're like these little. Um, it's almost like a a spinner top, but it has like a a rip cord yeah. that makes them go. It, it's like a oh. it's like a it's comes from like a Japanese like anime like show, and yeah. they made toys out of oh, them. I didn't even and know that. My boy just absolutely loves it, and he gets so passionate about it. But on Aww. anything, I mean, kind of cliche answer, but anything with it, with the kids yeah. is awesome. Aww. Like go, going for walks, playing football, um, watching him riding his bike, absolutely anything. Oh, I love it. Okay, are you? Do you consider yourself a homebody or an adventurer? Adventurer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm not going to jump out of a plane anytime uh-huh. soon. I'm not going to do that. But um, I definitely seek seek some different experiences, yeah. Nice. Okay, and then these last two, we ask everybody. The first one, we are huge small business supporters, and we love learning about new ones. So what is your favorite small business? Uh, I've got a, a cafe at the end of my street called Bud's. And it's it's just awesome. It's, they make an amazing coffee. Um, mm. I mean, it's like a, a a luxury to be able to 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 say you've got a nice cafe at the end of your street. This is like a, mm-hmm. a first world mm-hmm. sort of um, a first world night nice thing to have. Yeah, yeah buds a, a cafe at the end of my street. I love it. I love it. Uh, so many of our guests mention cafes, and I love that. Their favorite coffee shops. Yes. Oh, Obviously, there are like, people. Coffee is life. Honestly. Yes, it, <laughs> it's the only way life. to survive. <laughs> oh, it's the best. I love it. Okay, and then the last question is, what is your favorite thing about you? Uh, oh, fuck. That's like, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get a massive, uh, I've got to give myself like an ego stroke here. Um, fav- fav- favorite thing about me, I I say is like, I like to laugh, probably. Um, I've, I, I've got like a, I think I've got a good sense of humor, but, but I just, I, I'm fortunate that, that I laugh many, many times a day. That's awesome. That's a good quality. And I'm good looking. And I'm, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. I'm only joking. Oh, my gosh. Well, Callum, it was such a pleasure to have you. Thank you for being so raw and vulnerable. And honestly, thank you for creating Shape and Foster because I think the world needs more mm-hmm. conversation about these important aspects of our and lives how that to, we may not be that strong at. And how to fit it in your life so easily. I think that's the best mm-hmm. part. People people need the ease and actual how to take action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Retroactively, not pro or proactively, not retroactively. <laughs> so can, can you tell can you tell our listeners exactly where and when yep. and how to yep. get shape so and it's live. It's live now. We're in, we're in January. It's live. Um, go to www.shapeandfoster.com um, and you can get a 14-day free trial. So you, you, you sign in at the website and then it prompts you to download the app. The reason I direct people to the website is if you download the app first, Apple takes like a, or, or the Android takes a 30% 
takes thirty percent of the of the payment should you choose to stay on below for, for beyond fourteen days. Um, so so it costs it costs more essentially there. Mm-hmm. So go to the website www.shapingfoster.com and um, sign up. It takes two seconds, and you've got a fourteen day free trial that gives you access to all of month one, um, and you get a feel for the community. And I believe that you'll really enjoy it. And and if you don't, then then opt out. I mean, there's I mean, we're only wanting folk to to stay that are truly going to get value. Mm-hmm. So there's no pressure there, guys. Just uh, t- take your trial and see if it's for you. I love it. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Well, there you have it. Another fantastic guest for the In Real Life podcast. Callum, thank you so much for joining us. And thank all of you listeners for listening. Thanks for coming back again and again. Um, I just, I don't know, I'm really excited about all of the mental health that we've been talking about on our podcast for almost a full year now. And I think that the more we talk about it, the more comfortable it feels. So the more you listen, the more that validates that we should talk more about mental health. That being said, we would love to know what you think it means to be a better human. So shoot us an email with a voice memo of you saying being a better human means and then fill in the blank. And then we might feature you at the start of the show. You can send that to podcast at inralife.com. And if you enjoyed this episode and any other episode that you've listened to, because we know you listen all the time, please screenshot it and share it. Share it on Instagram, Facebook, to your friends, to your mom, to your dog's best friend. Everybody can get a little something from every single episode. When you share it, make sure that you tag us at inrawlife.co. Please also rate, review, and subscribe wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. That is how we will grow. That is how we get into more sweet listening ears all over the world and help the entire world become better humans and reach their awesomeness level and the world will just be a better place. Until next week. We hope that you go try out Shape and Foster at shapeandfoster.com. They have a 14-day trial. And test it out. See what you think of the experts. Give them a rating and review. And if you keep an accent going long enough, it just might stick. P.S. That goes for other habits, too. Bye. Yeah, it's just like the movies, right? <laughs> I, I'm just going to do it on a first name basis. If that's okay. Callum, thank you so much for joining us. My dog is barking now. Ugh. Dex, come here, buddy.